is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. It's Cliffo and Bronte podcasting on a Friday. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It's good because if we sing it, you don't have to pay Rebecca Black credits. <laughs> and There's why no would royalties. you when it sounds that good? That's right. Um, so this is our sort of show highlights. Bit of extra stuff coming in. Bit of Alpha Buck stuff. Clues and that on the way. But of course, later on today, mm. like tonight, mm. our After Hours podcast goes yep. up, which is all brand new. That's brand spanking new. You that haven't heard a thing of it. A fresh. That is a fresh sheet in the first page Ooh. of a book. It is the first pour of wine out of an uncorked bottle. I'm smelling everything you're saying right now. Uh, it is. Um, Come on, keep going. It is. Um, Come on, don't. Shit. Um, ah, she's dropped that. I lost that. Ah, she's lost that. I thought of wine and it was all gone. It was so visceral. Thank you. Anywho, uh, that's coming up on the listener app uh, later on, the whole Cliffo and Bronte after hours thing. But for now, sit back and enjoy the yeah. best of Friday. Oh. Day, day, day. This is producer Alicia's pop quiz. This is good. It's getting my brain firing for Can You Beat Bronte? And what's even better is I don't need to go up against an anonymous listener. I can destroy you right here, right now. God, she speaks a big game, doesn't I she? I know. I've had a note latte. I'm feeling fiery. Right. Well, yeah. this is... No more double shots before the pub quiz, please. <laughs> a Cliff LV Bronte special. Yes. Um, so today we've got uh, one-word movies. Okay. So it's you guys versus each other. I'm going to give you one word, and you have to tell me what movie it is. Right. Fastest answer wins, best out of five. Name's your buzzer. No, just, ta- just say it. Just, just say, say it. the movie. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't pussyfoot around. Yeah. Langers, we, we don't need buzzers. This is speed. We need speed. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Great. You ready? I'm born ready. You're looking. We're going <laughs> like right now. Uh, or are you giving me one and then you giving him one? No, no, no. I'm okay. just going to say it. And we you've got to say, say it, it fast. And we just got to say the answer quickly. First, per- first person in gets the point. Okay. All right. She's trying to overcomplicate it. I know. It, to, to muddle my mind before the game Come even starts. Are we ready? Yes. All right. First one. Shark. Oh, we just said Jaws. Yes. Oh, God, even I did it wrong. (laughs) I got in first with the, if your name was your buzzer, I would have gone in first. I think my natural default is you buzz in. Yes, of course. So can we do a buzzer? I feel like that's our natural default now. I'm sick of this. (laughs) (laughs) Do whatever you want, all right? She spends a whole 45 minutes coming up with a game and we just change it. Yeah. All right. Okay, name's your buzzer. Yep. Who gets the point? Was it Jaws? Yes, Cliffo got the okay, point. Okay, I'm taking the point. <laughs> All right, DeLorean. Brody. Yes. Uh, Back to the future. Yeah, yes. Got there. <laughs> <gasps> All right, one each. Detention. Cliffo. Yep. The Cliff. Breakfast Club. Yes, correct. Don't you? I was going to say Matilda. Forget about Matilda? me. Matilda. Wish I could forget about you. <laughs> All right, for the win, Cliffo. No. no. Yeah. Bronte to stay in the game. Wilson. Cut Yeah. Swear. Cliffo. <laughs> Cast away. Correct. <laughs> when people ask, is it hard not to swear on the radio? I say yes, Gosh. except during producer Alicia's yeah. pub quiz. It's generally easy. <laughs> In life, we all have our weird and wacky skills. Bronte, some people are good at dancing. Uh-huh. Some people are good at mathematics. Oh, God. Some people are good at writing. And some people are really, really good at emptying the kitty litter, um, the cat's waist. And wow. I know which basket I fall into. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. That's, you know what? 
It's an underrated skill, and it was a skill that actually I had questioned recently by somebody. Why? Like, who questioned it? Um, Dill did. When I was cleaning out, we were looking after my sister's cat. Yeah. And when I went to clean it out, he said I was doing it wrong. Right. Okay. I don't want to say what it is in case it is wrong, so I'll just hear how you do it, and then you can tell me. Okay, right. <laughs> how could you put... The mind boggles. All right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe we'll go into that another day. Let's, yeah. let's just put a pin in that okay. and uh, we'll move on because there's definitely questions there. Um, so what I wanted to talk about when it comes to the kitty litter is it, it's, it's my job at home, right? Uh-huh. I have to empty the cat's kitty litter. And ever since the cat, like we went away over Christmas and stuff, the cat had a longer period than normal at the pet resort. Oh, right. We got the best report pet resort ever. Hello to Clint and the team, legends. Um, but the thing is, because she has to go in the litter a lot, yeah. um, we get home and Taco does a lot in the litter at home in the garage because usually does it outside. Do you know oh, what I mean? Oh, okay. Um, but because gets used oh. to the litter, there's more in the litter. I see. So yesterday I was down emptying it out. And usually what I'll do is like empty it into like an old chip packet or something. Okay. Like I've got one of those scoops with the holes in it uh-huh. and I'll empty it into one of the chip packets. Clever. But yesterday I couldn't find a chip packet or anything in the bin to recycle and use as a poop bag. Yeah. So I thought I'm going to play the world's riskiest game of egg and spoon no, race. No, 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 no. So I got the scoop, and there was a few in there. Like I said, <laughs> well done, Taco. Taco's in pretty fine form at yeah. the moment. Healthy fibre. Um, so I'm scooping away with the little scoop with the holes, and I managed to sort of shake it out. Then I could balance one on there, then get the next one, and I had an impressive pile. Looked a bit like the poo emoji on. Oh, from the emoji keyboard on the iPhone <laughs> or whatever. Yep. And there I am precariously walking <gasps> from the garage to the wheelie bin. It's a good ten metre walk. Uh-huh. trying to balance it, like I said, the most high-stakes egg and spoon race ever. And I, Bronte Langbrook, and everyone listening can confirm to you, I made it to the bin drop-free. Oh. I know the word hero gets thrown around a lot, yeah. mate. So, And sometimes it's worthwhile. <laughs> you know? I'll, I'll take it. She's already lost producer Alicia's pub quiz today. I can tell she's smoldering. Well, only I I lost because I needed to save all of my brain juice for this. She's got revenge on the mind, guys. And unfortunately, she's taking it out on Kirsten today. I love this, Kirsten. So you've got a dog and a cat. The cat thinks it's a dog and the dog thinks it's a cat. Yep. No, they don't don't, don't know what they are. Yeah. Don't elaborate. Don't elaborate. That's fine. Cat dog. <laughs> I get it. There's a TV show about it. Um, what else does it say? You like to bake macarons? Yeah. Is so it macarons that- or macaroons? Macarons is the like the sandwich hamburger looking one, and then the other one is a coconut biscuit. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I love the sandwich Delicious. ones. They're so good. Okay. Anyway, no small talk today. No. Straight into the soundproof booth, please. Bronte Langbrook. And for you, Kirsten, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock, okay? Yep. It's 150 bucks cash if you can beat Bronte. Good luck, mate. Your time begins now. Which sports brand has a tick for its logo? Nike. What is the smallest country in the world? Uh, The Vatican City. In Dora the Explorer, what is the name of Dora's monkey friend? Oh, pass. What gas makes bubbles in fizzy drinks? 
Carbon dioxide. True or false, chocolate was once used as medicine. True. In Dora the Explorer, what's the name of Dora's monkey friend? Otherwise, a pretty solid run, I think. Uh, we'll get Bronzy out of the soundproof booth. We'll see how she's going. Is she firing on this R&B Friday or is she struggling? 30 seconds and we'll be able to tell, mate. You good to go? Um, good to go. Straight into it, Bronzy. Yeah. Your time begins now. What sports brand has a tick for the logo? Nike. What is the smallest country in the world? Vatican City. In Dora the Explorer, what is the name of Dora's monkey friend? Boots. What gas makes bubbles in fizzy drinks? Sodium. <laughs> True or false, chocolate was once used as medicine. True. Okay, that's all five. Still is, to an extent. Yeah, well, true. For mental health medicine. It'll cure the blues every yeah. day of the week. Uh, now, remember here, guys, if they get an equal score, oh, don't it is say benefit that. of the doubt. Don't say um, that. Otherwise, to win, you have to get one point over your competitor. Producer Alicia, how did we go? Uh, so the sports brand with a tick is Nike or Nike. Both of you got that one correct. Smallest country in the world is Vatican City. Both of you got that one correct. Boots is Dora's monkey friend. Bronte got that one correct. Kirsten passed. The gas in fizzy drinks is carbon dioxide. Oh. Kirsten got that one correct. Bronte said sodium, which yes. is not a gas. <laughs> no, and, not a gas at all. It's oh, salt. Yeah, no. and yeah. Chocolate was once used as medicine. That was true. And both of you got that one correct, which means you both got four. <laughs> which means you say it, Leach. She's already scowling at me. Kirsten wins. Kirsten wins. <laughs> You got there, mate. You got there. Sorry, Bronte. She's speechless. <laughs> it's fine, Kirsten. She doesn't even want to talk to you, Kirsten. As long as the money goes towards cat dog, that's all that I The money will about. go towards cat dog. You spoil that cat and that dog, okay? <laughs> yep, too easy. <laughs> She'll accept macarons as yes. payment for, uh, for forgiveness. <laughs> Thank you. Cliffo, I can't believe we've we've reached the last couple to highlight as part of our leap of faith. I feel like it's gone quick, but it there's has. been a lot of interesting couples. There's been lots of interesting, I don't know, stories about how people got together and yeah. proposals and planning and lack of planning of actual wedding ceremonies. Yes, exactly. And to tie it all up in a nice little bow, our last couple joins us right now, <laughs> Stephanie and Taz. Good morning. 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 Morning, Taz. Morning, Stephanie. I want to go straight to your don'ts on this list, Stephanie, because, um, you know, obviously we've been hooking. There's a bit of a twist. Of course, a marriage with a twist. What are your absolute no-nos when it comes to the twist? <laughs> My absolute no-nos were anything to do with sharks or maggots. <laughs> oh, girl, I get uh, it. Oh, man. The Sorry. sharks, I'm all right with maggots. I knew he was the one when there's maggots in the bin for the first Ooh. time, and I'm like, I can't deal with this, and I'm in tears, and he's like, don't worry, babe, I'll handle it. Aww. All right, we'll cancel the sharks that shoot maggots <laughs> yeah, off their backs. Yeah, yeah. Leash, cancel that. Leash, we don't need cancel, that anymore. Cancel the sharks. <laughs> so tell us a little bit, Taz, about how you and Stephanie met. Uh, yeah, we met. Uh, I was on a work trip down to the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we matched matched on Hinge, uh, which was which was awesome. And then, yeah, she actually sent me the first message. Nice. And it sort of went from there, which was, yeah, it was a nice, nice change. And uh, she shot the shot and I just got to <laughs> say g'day, which was yeah. awesome. You are bullseye, brother. <laughs> um, you guys only got engaged in January, so it's a fairly fresh engagement. But, yeah. Steph, you mm-hmm. had suspicions that this was going to happen to the point where you had 
something looking pretty, ready to go, just in case. Yeah, look, we we had a romantic trip to Airlie planned um, for January, so it was pretty exciting. And I thought, oh, God, it's such an easy opportunity for him to <laughs> propose. <laughs> if he wants to, I better get my nails done just in case. Oh, she's a clever girl, Steph. <laughs> I've heard before of women getting angry at men proposing to them when their nails aren't done properly. Yep. Like, what oh, are yeah. you doing? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to be in that position, but I can't imagine being angry at him. No, and so <laughs> after he proposed, engaged in Jan, and you're you're happy to just mm-hmm. kind of leave the marriage with us. You didn't want to do a big ceremony. Oh, look! I mean, we're um we're happy to take a leap of faith. Nice. We're um, we're that kind of couple, and always sort of I suppose up for an adventure. And why not? <laughs> Taz, can I just confirm you're being very quiet there? Stephanie hasn't got a gun to your head, does she? <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm keen. I reckon this is heaps. This is heaps. There's no stress. I'm just going to sweep. Let's take the leap and go for it. <laughs> oh, this is great. Great attitude. So you need a yin and a yang of that kind of thing. Yeah, well, we've got it. Works well. What a great couple, like for our last couple <laughs> to get to know for Leap of Faith. I believe we're going to um, actually chat to the winners on Monday <gasps> and we will reveal what the twist is. So it could Exciting. be you guys. Stephanie and Taz, <laughs> good luck and thanks for entering. Thanks so much, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks will be back Monday morning after 8 a.m. at Will. Is there a better way to start your week than, boom, 1000 bucks cash in your pocket? There really is no better way to start your week, <laughs> yeah. Cliffo. There is. We want to know about it. <laughs> Let us know. And to get you uh, a step closer, looks like we're starting the week Ooh. with the First letter of the alphabet. A. For astronaut. Oh, God, I wanted to be one. Would you rather be an astronaut or a cowboy? Oh, probably after Yellowstone, I'm going to say cowboy. Oh, okay. Before Yellowstone, astronaut, definitely. Yes, right. Yeah, you? I think um, the idea of being like like completely alone in space, away from everyone and not really knowing where I was going is very appealing. (laughs) Bronte actually hates humans, guys. Anyway, astronaut, she may be one one day, and it is definitely your free answer for Monday's Alpha Bucks. Somebody who can literally say they partied in the USA is Nadia Cliffo. We spoke to her at the end of last year. Because she was our big winner who was off to the big game to see Rihanna. Can we say it now that it's happened? Can we? we, It was a Super Bowl. Of course it was. And then also Adele during her Las Vegas residency. She is back. She's probably bought us lots of presents from Judy Free. I can't wait to get them. Nadia, she joins us right now. Good morning. Morning, guys. How are you going? Yeah, great. tell, Tell us the shirt that you've worn in today, Nadia. I've got the the championship Kansas City Chiefs shirt on. Is that who you were going for when you went? Yeah, Yeah, we we had to choose um, one of them, obviously. So my husband's a bit of a sport nut. So Mm -hmm. he said, he looked at the statistics and said, righto, Kansas City is where we're going. (laughs) So were you there for the footy or were you just there for Rihanna, the halftime entertainment? Let's be honest. We were there for for the whole thing. I've never, never been to football before, never seen Rihanna before. So it was tick, tick. Yeah, and what a game to go to. To. Like, if you're going to go to any NFL game, the Super Bowl is obviously that, the pinnacle. That's like a lifetime dream. What was people. it like? And your hubby is a sports guy. Was he just in heaven? 
Yeah. We um we were lucky enough to be seated with um seated seated with some other Aussies. Oh wow. Um and the guy that was sitting next to me was um a Super Bowl fan, so he actually gave me some some tips as to what was happening and why they were doing this because <laughs> I didn't really have too much of an idea. But the the atmosphere was just phenomenal. They are just so fanatical about yeah. their sports. Yeah. Um it just blows your mind. Awesome. Of course, it was a two-part prize as well, too. It was a party in the USA, not just party at the Super Bowl. No. So you got to see Adele live <sighs> in Las Vegas. Again, how was Adele? How was Vegas? Because actually, you're not supposed to talk about what happened in Vegas, are you? Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, no, Can that, we yeah. <laughs> break the rule this morning? How was Adele? <laughs> she is... Just a star. She is so down to earth. It's just like talking to your best friend. Um, she walked out into the crowd and um, made friends with people and she she had a, a T-shirt, like a potato gun, that she launched T-shirts out into the, <coughs> excuse me, into the crowd. and That's so good. Just, yeah, the, the performance. I'm, I'm glad she set herself up at the Caesars Palace there because it, the, the performance itself was just amazing. She's done it so well. How good. And also $10,000 spending money, I'm pretty sure, as well. How did how'd that go down? Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it was helpful. We um, we did so much stuff while we were over there, so much extra stuff. Um, but, yeah, thanks to to you guys and the radio and everybody that, that helped get us there because it was once in a lifetime, totally. Yeah. You're so welcome. You, and you and your hubby too, we should say, because you, you, you took your hubby, lucky bugger. Yes. Um, <laughs> you guys are small business owners, and I know sort of leading up to this, being small business owners, like that always has its challenges, but you guys had some particularly uh, rough years you highlighted, so it, it just would have been a, a godsend for, for you guys and, yeah, I guess your relationship and just everything. I, it just would have been tick-ticks all around, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to to do all those first, we did like we did a Grand Grand Canyon Chopper tour. Wow. I've never been in a helicopter before. Yeah, there was just so many firsts, so many ticks, and so many things we'll probably never do again. Oh well, glad glad you had fun. Glad you got home uh, safely. She, she parted in the USA. She did. Parted in the USA. <laughs> Nadia, our Queensland party in the USA winner. So happy to have you uh, represent us in the USA, Nadia. Good luck. And um, I was going to say, let's do it again sometime, but we probably <laughs> yeah, can't afford please. it. We probably no, won't. No, no. Yeah. Any holidays? No. We're done. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. It was, yeah, we had a fantastic time. Flustered. What's up? A little flustered. And on? I think you will be the same. I hope everyone will be the same after hearing the following story. She's a full-on one, and it's from a woman's wedding day to a man. Mm. Uh, the wedding did not go ahead. We had a runaway bride oh. situation on our hands. Goodness. This was outlined by a top-notch wedding planner by the name of Georgie Mitchell. She's an Aussie girl. Mm. And she went on a bride-to-be podcast called The Unfiltered Bride. Mm-hmm. And she outlined what the bride-to-be saw her husband-to-be doing in the bathroom moments before the wedding was about to take place. Okay. I was not at this wedding. Jenny says to me, I did a wedding the other day and you never guess what happened. She said the bride needs to go to the toilet just before the ceremony. And she walked into the toilet and what she saw is enough to end a wedding. <gasps> but he was in there. The groom was in there. He was being breastfed by his mum. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? And we'll end it right there. <laughs> wedding, yes. Yeah, well, that's what the bride said. Absolutely. And we'll end it right there. 
Oh my god. I mean, god. I've heard of being nervous on your big day. Yeah, going to the bathroom beforehand makes sense. No, not with mum. Not with mum. To calm you down like that. Oh my god. But then part of me was like, god, did this even happen? Like, is this even true? But then I thought, there's some weird people out there. There's some strange cats there, in this world. Yeah, and some people like still have their like little blankets from when they were kids that they like to carry around with them. I guess there's some people out there who find comfort in that. I mean, I do not condone it. I mean, it. using like a blanket as a comforter compared to using your mum's boots oh as a comforter. Oh my god, stop! I can't. Yeah. It's, it can't be true. It can't be true. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. Want to put it out there? <laughs> What question are we asking? Has anybody dated an adult mummy's boy? Oh, okay. That's fine. Now, I want to acknowledge right now, we are never, ever, ever going to hit that level. That's not even in our ball. That's not even a sport. I don't want to be on this yeah, planet. Good. I'm right? glad. But I reckon we can just bring it back down to a normal person, Queensland level, 131060. Is there anyone listening right now yes. that is just going, yeah, Cliffo, I dated a mama's boy? Yep. Again, not to that level. <laughs> no. But, you know, you know when you're dating one. Of course. You can tell very early on. And it's always nice when you date someone who obviously loves and appreciates their mum. That's a great quality. But (laughs) when it goes a little too far and maybe the mum is too involved in the relationship or how the household is run or the children are raised. Yeah, that's big. That's what the stories we want to hear. An example of one just to bring it back to a more kind of achievable achievable (laughs) level. Uh, my wife and I have a friend who is a woman who was with a guy. Uh-huh. They were at the stage where they were living together. Uh, the woman in the relationship came home to find her mother-in-law in the house. Mm. She had let herself in, which was very strange to start with. Yes. Particularly considering uh, that the, the bloke had moved into her house. Oh, very, very strange. House. And without her knowledge, her partner had given his mother a key and this friend of mine and my wife's, she arrives home to find her mother-in-law had taken down all of the curtains in the house and was washing them. She very quickly said to her partner, that's not allowed. Like, no. that's crossing line. She can't do that. And the partner sided with his mother. And the relationship very quickly ended. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I understand, like, if the mother had reached out to his girlfriend to say, hey, I'm happy to come over and wash your curtains and mm. things. Let me know what time works for you. That's fine. But letting yourself in and doing yep. it unsolicited, that's a mama's boy. And then backing your mom over your missus yeah. or whatever. No. 13, 10, 60, if you can add to it. We're not asking, has anyone? No. Been breastfed by their mother at their wedding, Please but instead, no. 131060, has anyone dated a real mama's boy? <laughs> Lots coming through, Lauren, on 131060. Have you dated an adult mama's boy? Hi, yes, I have. How so? What did he do? So I was in my 22s, he was 23, he was living with his mum, and every time he wanted to come over, he had to ask permission from his mum. And if I wanted to go over, he had to ask permission for his mum. And it gets worse. When I did eventually get permission to go to his house, we had to have all the bedroom doors open. I had to either send the lounge room, the dining or the kitchen. I could never go down the hallway without her making sure it was just to go to the bathroom and we had to be in her sight. And when we finally decided to get a house together, she cracked it and said, no, I don't want you to. 
and that was the final straw for me. I ended up breaking it off. Oh. I was like, I'm not doing this no more. You weren't in a relationship with him. You were in no. a relationship with them. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, apparently. <laughs> Do you know what his situation is now? Is he still single? He's happily married he to his mother. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Kathy, you're next. Kathy, have you dated an adult mama's boy? Oh, goodness. Yes, I have. What happened? <laughs> So we were about 18, 19, I suppose, and his mum lived in Brisbane, but we lived in her house up here in Toowoomba, mm-hmm. and she would come up from time to time and visit and whatever, and we were sitting on the back patio after dinner having, like, drinks and casual chat, and she asked us about our intimate life, <gasps> and oh. which is already super uncomfortable with potential mother-in-laws, Yes, mm, yeah. and she was like, oh, I taught him everything he knows. <sighs> Uh, uh, Which raised some pretty interesting uh, follow-up questions uh, once she was gone. Uh, yeah, that is... No. I don't even know if I want to know what the answer I, to those questions no, were. I, yeah, no, it was not good. Oh. It was... They definitely... They weren't intimate. Definitely wasn't that. But it was know. just like one of the, oh, really uncomfortable advice conversation with your parents, which <gasps> was so weird. Why is she reminding me of that mum from Mean Girls? Like, I'm not yeah. a regular mum. <laughs> I'm a cool mum. I'm, I'm not a cool mum. Cool <laughs> That was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.